Soldier, keep on marching on. Head down till the work is done. Waiting on that morning sun. Soldier, keep on marching on. Hi, this is Carrie with the Sanctuary <laughs> of Knowledge, and my TikTok is Carrie's Awake. And this is. This is Sarah. What's up, guys? I am Pro Hoodwinker on TikTok, and this is episode three. Yes, technically. Of the sanctuary of the knowledge. Yep. <laughs> All right. So, how was your week? It's been a wild ride. Um, how's your week been? It's been good. I feel like it was kind of a blur. And here we are again, <laughs> sitting in front and recording. But I'm very excited. And the feedback from episode one, episode two, yeah, actually, was really good. I agree. It's been really nice to hear that people have related or learned something from what we talked about. For sure. And I like, somebody said today that we are magic together. The way we flow. I, who, who said that? Kimberly. She was so Aww. sweet. And it I put a big Kimberly. smile on my face. Yeah. Oh, I've heard that too. Somebody said it just seems so natural. Yes. I, You know, and well. We've I been friends for kind a while. Of, <laughs> that's kind of what everybody needs is natural, not all this uh-huh. fucking forced fake shit. I agree. You know, pretend, pretend you're not really yourself type of shit. Right. Right? Yeah, the authenticity needs to be there. We are who we are and take it or leave it, you know, like I think it resonates with people because we are authentic about stuff. Absolutely. There's there's no fear. There's no fake stuff. Right. Just cut to the chase. Gosh, (laughs) (laughs) that's right, guys. All right. We got some notes. Let me see. I'm pulling something up. So before we we hit record, Sarah and I were talking about human design. There we go. And I yep. think she should explain it so that more people understand the benefit and how it can help you. Kind of knowing what your human design is. Well, let me see. So you got five different types of human designs. Everybody's energy flows differently throughout your bodies. And there's different points or gates or channels, you'll call them, where... Their strengths and weaknesses, right? Yeah. So I'm a projector. Yeah. And that means my job, my human design, is to project to you guys, I guess, ideas in a way. Right. And direct you to get you to where you need to go. Which, which then also... Which makes know, sense because of what you do. Of where we're going. And yeah. then we're sitting here. And, you know, I'm going to be honest. I really hadn't looked at my design per se because i've been doing a lot of other people's designs right and i'm so grateful that you guys are allowing me to do them but i'm sitting here reading mine let me get it and it's telling me that my channel here we go is all about wait that's not me sorry pause (laughs) that was sonia Oh, my fo- phone is frozen up, freezing up. Um, is all about community, which you're building every day, and that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah, it's funny how uh, it's so accurate. The human design when you have it done by Sarah, it's it was mind-boggling to me how it knew me. It was speaking to me. It was because it is you. Yeah. That it's your program, I guess we could call it too, in a way. Yeah, it right. It almost felt kind of like. And what are you? What are oh, you? Oh, I'm a manifesting generator, and my channels are inspiration and curiosity. My phone's freaking out. It's not allowing me to read to you guys what oh, I am. No. Like really, it it's pausing and not allowing me to do anything. So the matrix doesn't want <laughs> that shared at the moment for some reason. So we'll just allow it. Yeah. Damn. But having the human design chart allowed me to understand on a deeper level the areas that need work for me and the areas that I thrive in. And I think that, that's been the resounding consensus from everybody that has had theirs done by you. 
For sure. And we are still looking for a reflector. Reflector. I have yet to find a reflector. Which is so, fascinating to me. We are on the, the on the search for that golden ticket to this team, you guys. Yeah. Um, so if you are a subscriber or you're not, become one and come and come join us the in the Discord. D- Discord, please. Yeah. And that's where we can do your human design. Yeah. All right. And we have an amazing community on Discord, just to be clear. Our yes. community on there has grown exponentially and the support and love and wisdom that is shared in it, there is unmatched anywhere else. It's it's one of a kind. For sure. It's literally what everybody needs back in their life right now because you will find your friends. You will yes. find your team. You will find your tribe. It's it's there. Yeah, for sure. And speaking you know, of friendship, like, I, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> this week, that, Spill theme, it. that theme has been <laughs> um, in the forefront of what is a friend, what do friends do, and what are we as people allowing in our lives versus yeah um at what point is it time to walk away from a situation you know what i mean like it for sure um it's a tough subject because i've had a lot of loss in that realm this year not because of you know just people like disappearing but like by choice and that's a new that's new for me because for sure um i you know there were many years of trauma and and wanting to be loved i've allowed friendships to continue without speaking on my own things feelings. that bothered you yeah things right? that bothered yeah. me and that i'm having up having to open up that like yeah. my voice and speak what doesn't feel good what i don't deserve and be comfortable knowing that that may be the end but mm-hmm. if that's the case, then it wasn't meant for me. Being okay with that as, yes. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which then goes into the topic of shadow work. Like it's a very uncomfortable, dark thing. That's, but it's, you it know, heals you once you necessary. Re- yeah. And so I do think 2024 is going to bring a lot of shadow work out in the open. Like I feel like the lights are going to be shined on a lot of shadows in 2024. And people are going to start really understanding and accepting not only their darkness but the darkness of other people yeah that everybody yeah everybody has it well like so and if you're in denial that you don't have a shadow then you (laughs) you probably have the biggest fucking shadow out there right now well and i think there's a misconception that shadow work means that you're like going into the dark alone and that's not the case at all with shadow work Carl Jung is kind of where shadow work came from. And he was one of the pioneers of psychology that we still use today. But the whole point of it is to connect your childhood self, your broken pieces, your psyche, your ego, your fragments, your fragments all into one and be a whole person. Right. And so facing those traumas or the the hurts of the past is... Mm -hmm important for growth and for you to be able to not continue to harm people that you are interacting with on a daily basis absolutely so but it's also i mean like i wrote that childhood letter so the the work that we've been doing in the discord is through this book called the shadow work journal and there's a section in there that says like write a letter to your childhood self you know what i mean And it took me like two months after writing that letter to process what I wrote and um, integrate it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, And it it stirred up some stuff for me. But now that I'm aware, I can see it in every aspect of my life. It's very disheartening. It's very sad mm-hmm. to to look back at things that you as a child feel neglected about. Yeah. You know, or where somebody could have done something better for you or the things you've seen, you yeah. know. Yes, it's very um, enlightening. Then compare it to hopefully if you have children, compare that then to how you're doing better as a parent. Right. Compare how you ha- compare how you've broken the cycle. Right. You know what I mean? That's that's where the real growth is then. 
Well, and I think that's what it, it definitely um, was the catalyst for me to look at mm-hmm. who I am as a mother. Yes. Because I always thought my mom was incredible. And then here I am writing this childhood letter. <laughs> right. And I'm going, whoa, where is this coming from? Like it was mind mind blowing. But then it also has made me recognize areas that I can improve now with my own kids, for sure. For sure. No. Oh. Did we ever do your mom's Chiron, her warrior no, placement? No, we haven't done you know? that. And that's another thing in the Discord that we do is figuring out your, your Chiron worn, warrior wound placement, which is everybody comes into this world with the pain that you're going to endure, almost like you agreed or were forced to go through this pain. Some so people you say you sign a contract. You know, yeah, your soul you signs a contract to accept yes. that pain. Yeah. So like a wound, if you don't mend it and tend to it and try to heal it, yeah. you're going to infect it yeah. and make it deeper. So knowing your wound then allows you, or knowing your parents' wounds, allows you to understand kind of why and what you went through. There was a reason. Right. Now, if you don't heal it, you're going to come back and repeat this life right. on the prison planet over and over, right? If you do heal it, I really truly feel in my heart that's how you transcend. Yeah. That's how you get out. Yeah. I agree. And the 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 Chiron was other another eye-opening area for me. What what was yours again? I, the wound of self? I think yes. were you Aries? Yes. You are the wound of self. Yeah. You're your you you could be your own worst enemy. And I have been and many times in my life. So I for the listeners to know, I'm in recovery. Well, not standard recovery from like an AA perspective, but 18 years off my mm-hmm. substance of choice and trying to understand how I even got to the place that I was at um, back then when I was using, using these tools that Sarah has um, in the Discord has been eye-opening. It's, I've had a, like a, an awakening within an awakening. Because yeah. I didn't, I think a lot of what my choices were back then were based off of lack of self-love and awareness. Mm-hmm. So it made perfect sense when you told me that my wound was of self. And my wound is of communication. Mm. And I definitely relate to younger years, most of my life, a lack of being able to clearly communicate what I was feeling or thinking, right. you know, being able to get it out right. in the right words in the right order. Right. You know, um, I'm positive. I've, I've, I've definitely healed that with how far I've come since for sure. 2020. You and know, I know I've took, healed mine. It too. only took fucking the, the pandemic and going to jail, but you know what? <laughs> yeah. It was, it needed to happen. You guys, gosh. Yeah. I tell I was telling someone the other day that my biggest blockage has always been my throat chakra because mm-hmm. I will have a feeling that something doesn't feel right, but then I wouldn't say it. And then yeah. I would pay for it later for not speaking what speaking I was feeling. Up. Yes. Right. And I this year, 2023, has been the year of me really clearing that blockage. It was a it was intentional. I knew it was, was there. Last, when was the last time you went and screamed? Um, <laughs> something good, something like really loud, really loud. Not at time. your kids. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to scream at my kids. It does happen though. Oh, it's man. usually when I feel like I'm not being heard. Like I've said it nicely. Yeah. I've said it calmly. I feel like we then... need to go scream in the in the mountains or the woods Ooh, or somewhere. Yeah. And, like, let it out. I don't know what the fuck I would say. I don't know what I would say. I'd have a few fucking things to say. (laughs) Yeah. Let out the happy and the joy instead of the pain. Yeah. Because the pain is... You need to do so much more to release it than just scream. That's one way to, like, get a quick release. But I don't feel like that heals. I want to get one of those massages where they're literally massaging the the trauma out of your body. Have you seen those? Yes. I do a lot of um, 
somatic exercises on a daily basis now. I've integrated that into my oh, routine. Oh, that's where you're, you're massaging, right? Or what? Well, no, it's more the sacral, like, um, pelvic floor work. Like what? So there's... <laughs> Show me. Not, not internal pelvic floor work. <laughs> um, there's just a lot of different exercises you can do that open up the the pelvic region which is where we store a lot of our trauma at least for, for women sure. no absolutely i yes. i'm certain men do too but men more carry like, a yeah. lot more of their trauma in their back and their shoulders and women carry a lot more of their trauma in their in their mm-hmm. womb in their roots more yeah in the womb yeah their the womb. womb yeah well that's sad uh-huh because then that's a portal. It's yes. a portal of sadness. Oh. If you don't know how to release it, yeah, it can be. <laughs> there, ooh. Yeah. That's a, a weird thought to think. Yeah. Hmm. Where your psyche is and how much trauma. Well, that makes total fucking sense. Yep. You transmute your trauma through your to your children, you guys. Yep. It, it's encoded in them. So yeah. releasing... And doing this somatic work that I've been doing has been so necessary to integrate into the spiritual healing and the physical healing that I've been doing. And I've had a lot of things that I've done this year to heal, like insane amounts of things that I've let go of. So I feel like you can tell when somebody has a lot like built up in them too, like the stiffness of their bodies uh in, in a way, the way, I don't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I agree with you. I It's almost like you can see it in men. They will walk with their arms like not really swaying. Yeah. And in women, their hips will be like almost frozen. And and, like, yeah, exactly. And they, they don't have that like that natural sway. movement that and sway. sway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And it also, I mean, having stored trauma in the body raises cortisol, which can That's cause right. weight gain, and manifest yes. into disease. It it literally permeates everything. So it's it's integrated so we, practice. We would call this our chi, our natural body's chi. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Correct. yeah. All different. Um, yeah. I mean, you could call that your chi. You could call that your spiritual flow. I mean, there's yeah. depends on what your belief systems are, right? Uh-huh. Agree. Yeah. Which we need to For integrate sure. all beliefs. What is synergy? Synergy would be things working together. Okay. I feel like that it's our synergy. Yeah. Our, our flow working together. Yeah. Or, or all systems run properly. We, yeah. we would be in synergy. Can you imagine where what we could do <sighs> if, if the world has, hadn't fucked us up? <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's great. It's there. It's I out laugh, there. But it's, it's a further timeline. Yeah. For... I laugh because... We all know that every single person on this planet or this realm, whatever you want to call it, um, has pieces of them that get fractured throughout life, whether that's through experiences in early childhood with family or at school or, you know, relationships or drug addiction or alcoholism. Like we all become fractured at some point, usually before we're 30. And many yeah. people, I'm sure, don't even realize that those fractures exist. And I, I picture a world where we all recognize it and work on it. Mm-hmm. But people need to wake up to it first. And that's kind of like the key of what Sarah's doing is helping people wake up. It's, I feel like the trauma, yeah. you know, the onset trauma, the splitting of the personalities is the onset to the mk ultra mind control programming we have to they have to split your personality and they have to put you in such a through such a traumatic experience that it fractures you yeah i heard a phrase the other day that the voice in your head that tells you all the negative things is not you it's programming i i like that a lot that needs to be something so i'm gonna write that down and it, it resonated so deeply because I have done a lot of healing to love myself and I don't walk around with that negative mindset most of the time these days 
but it'll creep in there every once in a while. And so I then there's good good programming and bad programming. Oh, for sure. Know. Yeah. Yeah. But if you really think about it, who was the first person that ever told you something that you negatively think? It's not usually coming from you. If you think back to childhood, you remember the first person that maybe made fun of you for that thing. Hmm. And that's a really hard thing for me. I can't. Maybe not specifics, but like, I remember a time where I didn't, I wasn't self-conscious. I didn't recognize my body as something different than other people. And then I, somewhere along the lines that got integrated into my psyche. Oh, absolutely. I I feel like that. I could tell you a year when I, when things right after, right before I had my first child, I feel like that's what year would that be? Alyssa's 2003. So around 2001, 2002, the music, the programming definitely started shifting me and, and the people around me. Oh, as far as the influence of what they were pushing out there. Oh, yeah. The drugs, the sex, the fucking, you know, the bullshit, oh my you guys. I have uh, gone down a, a road where I was listening to music with my kids, stuff that was from that time frame. And I'll yeah. I, I put a song on. And I'm like, never mind. <laughs> I'm, let me turn <laughs> that off right now. Like, and, then, and then I'm like, we wonder why I was so fucked and up. And then I'm like, was that why I ended up on drugs? Is that why I thought that I didn't have respect for myself? Absolutely. Yep. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Like Eminem around Dr. Dre, Eminem, that time frame. Um, Fuck them, dude. Fuck all that shit. I can't, you know, it really was. That is what switched us. It's so weird because before that, I don't remember thinking that way. I remember being the the kid that was never going to do drugs. Me too. I remember thinking I'll never smoke a cigarette. I remember being like, I'm never going to do them. I see what it did to my mom. Right. You know? And then, poof, I'm addicted. I had to go through it. I guess I really went through it to understand from their perspective. They're so lost. They're so broken. They're so unwilling and unready to address the shadow work. Right. They'd rather sit in it. Yeah. It's more comfortable to sit in the darkness sometimes. Right. But we were also inundating ourselves with this music that was propagating more of it it was and the tv and the movies and the music so what year did the frequency change kanye was mentioning something about the frequency change in music to like 460 something no the 888 yes or that so no i think it was uh, i we could figure it out and figure it out but 808 it's 808. Was it? Yeah, i think it was 808 i had to sing the outcast song in my head in order to figure out <laughs> <gasps> oh, oh, you know the one. B A S S. It was a the what? The I like the way you move by Outcast oh, says God. you all wanted the 808. They sure fucking did. And that and the, and the 808 stirs up your root chakra and your root chakra is directly connected to your sexual energy. So it's confusing the sexual right. energy, which is exactly what it did to me. Yeah. Exactly what it fucking did. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Damn. I wish I could tell you what year that was, but I want to say it was 1999 or 2000. Well, that makes sense. There we go. Yeah. Because, I I mean, even Tentacian, um I never feel right saying his name. Really? I always feel like... Because of the XXX? No, I just feel like... On, I don't like saying I feel stupid, but it just feels like stupid coming out of my mouth. Like, I never say it right. Existencion. Oh. I don't know. It just Gotcha. Yeah, so he did an interview where he was talking about frequency, yep. vibration, and music, and yep. he wasn't around much longer after that. And then they killed him. Then yeah. they got, or, no, they cloned him. He's they did something. Yeah. They replicated him um, for sure. But I definitely, right there, you guys. I definitely feel like we consume more than just food, water, and air. What oh, we yeah. hear, what we see, what we think. What we feel. What we feel. It is all. We're what cons- we are. Yeah. We're consuming <laughs> all of that all the time. And if you're sitting listening to the 808 frequency as your primary source of music, you're consuming that root chakra confusion day in and day out. 
stirring up those un, you know those energies down yeah. there it's been so enlightening be, to see so you're gonna be promiscuous so right. you're not gonna care so you're gonna be poly right. so you're gonna be you know right. there's gonna be a lot of uncertain things around right yeah and they're done that you guys mm-hmm. and it's it's not a, it's not it's not the bag no okay. it's definitely it's not. not the bag but it's de- wrong bag close <laughs> the bag <laughs> yeah that's the wrong thing to consume and you know, lately I've noticed a lot more artists changing the frequency that they produce music in. There's a lot more yeah. underground artists doing it. There's more even mainstream artists doing it. But there are uh, the majority of what you hear mainstream is still It's tuned. funny that you brought up Outcasts because have you heard... The only reason I know this was I was told last night about Andre. What's his name? Oh. 2000 now. Whatever. Yeah, it yeah. was Andre. Okay, before we added the numbers. That's <laughs> how I resonate. Okay. His new album. I haven't heard it. No. Is all flutes. What? It's just him playing the fucking flute. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's Riddle a- me that. <laughs> okay. Weird. He was always speaking against the mainstream narrative yeah, of music him. yeah so sure. it's not i mean like i'm not surprised that that's the that that's their from album. georgia my my home state yeah, yeah. that's fascinating like right but yeah i mean there are frequencies that you can use to help you manifest there are frequencies that you can use for abundance absolutely and i am finding there are codes you can use to change the matrix around you um usually on tiktok i'm playing 888 or 528 yeah on the live um i've dropped it to one one you know 11 11 or 111 right a couple of times and it's interesting people won't won't stay around it's too much for people to handle yeah i I was gonna say it's interesting the conversation what happens when you do that it's uh, right they back out they can't handle it so i'm like all right we're gonna turn it back up 528 but imagine imagine that on a bigger level then right Mm. if if me just changing the music in my tiktok live can disrupt or influx the results of how many people are in the room. Right. In a and good what or they, a bad and way. And what they're talking about. Exactly. Imagine what they're pushing out. Right. I've I've watched it firsthand when you switch the frequency, how people yes. change the conversation so I, feel, I feel like we're going to do a little experiment again tonight just for, for confirmation and validation. For shits and giggles. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, 528 is the frequency of love and harmony. So listen, so do you remember, oh my God, Jonah on TikTok? Yeah. Okay. What was his name on TikTok again? You know, the book of Jonah. Yes. The book of Jonah. Okay. So before his main account got taken down. I talked to him pretty often. Right. And one day, because my birthday is 528, and he was asking me what my birthday was. And I had never put it two and two together right. about it being the frequency. Right. And so ever since then, I, I definitely try to resonate and listen and use that. I use the 528 a lot to meditate. Yeah. That one's all about healing in your heart. Yeah. It's all about healing everything about you. Yeah. And then the 888 is abundance. I keep that one on. <laughs> I use that one a lot in my life on a daily basis. Yes. When I'm and, feeling and I, disconnected. I feel like it's, it's light for everybody. I feel like everybody vibes with the 888. Yeah. I just recently found Abelhart on TikTok. And oh, he yeah, has a whole that. new, like six new songs, I think, that he's released that are all tuned to the divine frequencies. And they, he's got one for abundance, one for joy, yes. one for each one. And he's just promoting manifestation, law of attraction through music and the words in it. I'm fascinated by it. Amazing. I hope he is so super like successful. We need, to, we need to talk about Amy, spiritual intentions oh, yeah. and her singing bowls. Yep. So check her out on TikTok, spiritual intentions. Yeah, she, and I feel she like comes she's on doing... every morning around the same time and does her drum. For and 30 her... minutes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I, what is the drum called again? It's a steel drum. 
I fucking love the steel drum. I do too. It's very beautiful. <laughs> it really is. She's she, so good at playing she's, it. She is so good at playing it. Yeah. Yeah. So check that out. Hit that up. It's a nice little reset in the morning to start your day off. And then just sitting in the room with the people consistently on a daily basis, yeah. checking in with people who yeah. are obviously on the same kind of path as you, just trying to figure this shit out. Yeah. Um, Surrounding for yourself you. with people like that like my yeah like-minded positive positive people that are supportive without any competition it's so beautiful yes and we really try we do a really good job of keeping the negative out of yeah out of my life Uh, yeah there's no tolerance for that no we don't we don't want that permeating because no. there are some that are in the rooms that are more susceptible. And I feel like as more the more people we get coming back yeah. on a regular basis, then when one of these fucking weirdos <laughs> comes out of nowhere and telling me, you know, that I'm I'm ashamed to God and whatever else, you know, they're, they're spewing out of their mouth at the moment. I wish more people um, everybody, realized. Yeah, everybody realizes, oh, my God, what's wrong with him? It's actually, right. <laughs> they're the problem. Right, yeah. I just wish more people realized that Jesus didn't, I mean, even if you go off of that, right? Yeah. Because, like, I'm well past that. I've deconstructed religion and reconstructed it many, many times. But if you take the story of Jesus from the Bible, he didn't go to the people that were already spiritual and teach he went to the prostitutes, the broken, the homeless, the starving, the ones with illness. And treated them as an equal and then showed them how to love themselves. And I think that lesson is lost in even in the people that follow the Bible. Because they're the first ones to point the finger when someone is struggling. They are. And I I don't understand it. I'm like, did you not read the same Bible as me? What is going on here? Because the lessons I learned from reading the Bible was that, that we are supposed to open our hands and our hearts to the suffering and guide them to the joy, guide them to happiness. That's because we're in Satan's world and that's kind of what's... Well, and we can't have the dark without recognizing the light and we can't have the light without recognizing the dark. So that's where the shadow work kind of, I mean, it all ties together. So would that be pride? Like people's pride is or their, I mean, definitely (sighs) ego. But what is it? And I think it's a lack of realizing that they have broken parts that I think you can you can seek out external satisfaction in church and and everything and if you're not if you're not seeking the if you're not seeking that's crazy sorry Um, (laughs) yeah but if you're not seeking out how to heal and go within and you're only doing external you're missing half the puzzle yeah and church unfortunately isn't designed to go within you're always seeking external validation come on sunday and listen to someone else tell you about the bible and if you're not taking it the step further and applying it to your internal self and yeah i mean don't even we don't even need to go down the path of how much is missing from the bible and the lessons are are not even fully there which is why I say I deconstructed and reconstructed many times. But like the book so of I feel Enoch. Like this could lead into toxic friends in a way. Oh, and, yeah. And such. Or, or my stalker. <laughs> Sarah's currently showing me the amount of messages that she's getting from this individual that has attacked her on TikTok and in person. And, um,. What did he say? Now sit on your truffet and eat a muffin, Miss Murray. Like what? Whoa! What? That's so weird. What is Satan lives in your house? He might as well be your real husband. Ooh. What? I when think your time. He run- is so when lost. your time runs out, you will start crying. Remember that. He's so lost. 
Like what I want to understand where someone in their heart goes today, I'm going to send 300 text messages to this person that I don't know. And I'm going to beat them down all day long. Yes. And he lives in my town, though. So that's where the the weirdness lies even more. Matthew 10 dash 28 from the King James Version Bible and fear not them which kill the body but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. <laughs> Go ahead, Sarah, well, cast your fear from God and see where that will get you. That's so taken out of context from the story <laughs> that that comes from. Um, so put it in context for me, because, I mean, so I would have to speaketh get my... in these tones? Who speaketh this way? <laughs> so... I'm not even going to try to put it into context. I will just say this. Constantine in 325 AD was the one that put all of the manuscripts together, right? To create the Bible, like an actual physical book. Okay. And if you look into the council that he worked with at that time, there's a lot of information there to show you why it was constructed the way it was. And then King James reconstructed the bible in like the 1500s and took out very large portions of the bible and there are missing verses in the bible today even like you can read and it'll be like verse 17 verse 18 verse 21 and there's no explanation as to what happened to 19 and 20 So that's why I say it's taken way out of context. And unless you've read all of the lost books and the Bible, you're you're missing the picture, like the puzzle of it. Like there's so many pieces taken out. So when people come at me with scripture, my first question is, have you read the whole Bible? Yeah. Because I have. And I don't look at it as the way you do. And King James was a terrible human being and he wanted people to live in fear and he wanted people to, to, he wanted it scripted in a way that would help him. So he wanted you to stay in your root chakra at the base of it. So. Control you at the root. Yes. The Nicene Council is another really great term that you can look up and understand. And the Gospel of Sophia talks about the Nicene Council. And what they were doing. When Define what the Nicene Council is. They were the ones that reconstructed the Bible. So they were all part of that. And the books, I mean, we have artifacts like the Emerald Tablets and things from the Incas and the Aztecs that are all very similar, including the Dead Sea Scrolls and the, the, the text of the Bible. The, the story is similar across the board. But not with King James. Hmm. So, but when I say the Bible, I mean like the Pseudpigrapha, the Apocrypha, the Dead Sea Scrolls. I've looked at all of them. Yeah, good. See, Carrie's, she's brilliant, you guys. She is. Um, That was, there's so much more to those stories. And I no longer look at them as actual events that took place in a lot of ways. I mean, mm-hmm. I do believe that we th- there are some actual events. Let me let me re- backtrack a little bit. Okay. But I think the story of Jesus was their way of making an allegory of the human body and the soul mm-hmm. connection. Yes. Not an actual physical person that ascended and came back three days later and all of those things. I think there is some connection from all the research that I've done to how the body has like the sacral, the secretions that happen from the brain and all your of kundalini. that, your Kundalini. And There's then, too many connections across yes. cultures that are all over the world that have the same depictions of the brain, the, the spinal column, the wings. And I mean, we even, we still have that stuff today. Like you look at I a think, medical, yeah. you look at any medical facility and there's the two snakes going up the, uh, I'm terrible at remembering the name of it, but the, the pole with the two about. snakes wrapping the around col- it. And they use it in the medical field now too. Yes. And it's on 
ancient buildings that are not medical buildings like that that is not new science so then it's it's like twisted your idea of it now it's this medical symbol right what right we've given it to science right well in the first bible was written in hebrew and so if you take some of the words like witchcraft or things like that and actually look at what the translations are from hebrew to english it doesn't translate to witchcraft it translates to pharmakia and pharmakia is the production of medicine So if you want to go down that road, I highly recommend you guys are the yeah the ones that are taking prescription medications. (laughs) You're actually are having witchcraft done on them. You're being mind controlled. And so when someone quotes scripture to me, I don't look at it in the same way as I used to at all. And I believe that we all are part. It's like I'm going to try to explain this the best I can. It's one soul in a eight million bodies having a human yeah. experience. We are each a piece of the puzzle, and God lives in each one of us. If you want I to look you, at it, that yeah, you are me. Yeah, absolutely. I've gone through what you've gone through. You've gone through what I've. We have to un- learn to have compassion for everybody's right. story. Because imagine if somebody had compassion for you at some point when you really needed it. Right. How much easier that could have been yeah what a difference that could have made so always have compassion absolutely and i think that's what's lacking in our world tremendously right now because everybody wants to point the finger at who's at fault instead of Mm -hmm. looking at it as humanity first because i mean you could look at any world event that's happened over the last three years there's been two sides to every one for sure. And if you really look at them, there you shouldn't be picking a side on either. You should be looking at what benefit does this have for humanity? Yeah. Because we are all one race. Yeah. We may have different appearances, we may have different experiences, we may have different cultures or belief systems, but we are all one race. The human race. The human race, the the only ones who have hearts, right? Right. And the ability to... I feel like we are the only beings that have hearts. The ability to self-reflect. Because animals don't walk around going, man, my fur looks a little weird today. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) or I shouldn't have barked at that person like that. They sure do on Disney. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) But like, if you watch animal behavior, they don't get self-conscious. They don't think, man, I shouldn't have barked that way at my owner. They're smart and intelligent, (laughs) but the self-awareness is not there. So true. But we are self-aware. Like, our brain can think about its brain. (laughs) Like, that is not existent in any other part of nature. And so, how is it that we're so disconnected from the reality that each human is connected to every other human and i think there's a part of it that we project our reality so with eight billion of us there's so much outside influence that has us projecting different realities keeping us disconnected yeah that's why you got to be impenetrable is that a word yep impenetrable yep like fort knox (laughs) (laughs) yes right and have confidence yeah like we all have a purpose and i can see that in our discord yeah how each individual human in there serves their unique purpose they all have something to offer who was someone was asking about like books for references today on herbalism oh yeah and multiple people chimed in yeah like and gave recommendations because yeah they had some awareness on the topic that's and a great that's topic awesome. herbalism right? and healing yes. self that way with mother nature you're good with herbs you go on your uh what do you call i them? i go foraging but we yes. i live in oregon so i have the luxury of most things being just in the wild here 
I harvested so much mullein at the end of the summer. Did you? It was insane. And I'm like, why did I ever buy this before? Or what are you going to do with it? Oh, I'm going to make tinctures with it. Mullein's great for lungs and respiratory. Yeah, phlegm for stuff like that. And and you can use the mullein flour along with garlic to heal ear infections. Nice. It's multi-purpose. Like putting it directly in the ear or would you? No, you mix it. You make it into an oil. You blend uh-huh. it with oil and then heat it up. And then as it cools down, once it's cold, you strain it. And the oil, you can put a couple drops in the ear and it'll cure an ear infection. Nice. Yeah. That's something, you know, mainstream wouldn't want you to do. <laughs> right. They'd want to give you I some have antibiotics a lot. Right. to combat that. I've heard that you can put a clove of garlic in your ear and get rid yeah, of an I've ear infection. I've only had a select few ear infections in my whole life. Those are awful. They are terrible. Like, you can't think when you have them. So, but I have all this, I have a bunch of, like, little tricks and tips in my brain that I love being able to share with people when it comes to herbs and remedies. So, yeah. So, getting in the Discord. Yeah. We have different rooms for all these different things. Human design, Chiron. Yeah. We should make one for herbalism. And remedies. Yeah. Okay. For sure. All right. We'll get that going. Yeah. Um, But it's all like, what what I'm finding is that it's all kind of part of the flow. Right? Yeah. Like, you can't have spirituality without physical healing and you can't have physical healing without trauma healing. So like the illness will manifest and it could be from trauma where the block is, right? It could be a spiritual block. It could be a trauma block. Yeah. Yes. And so it's all integrated. And that is one thing in Western medicine that we do not have. They treat the symptoms. They don't treat the root cause because the root cause could be, one of many things or a combination of many things because i can sit and tell you herbs that you can take to heal your body right now but if you have a deep trauma and you have not worked through another way to come out out somewhere else yeah exactly and so we wanted to spend this episode really talking about integrating all aspects of healing for sure like, also, there's the other thing. Jackalack said something really fascinating. Oh, yeah. She said, you are the combination of, or the culmination of the five closest people to you. So if you're surrounding yeah. yourself with toxic individuals. For sure. You're exuding that toxic trait, too. So. You are who you're around, people and places. Yeah. They, they will always influence you. Yeah. That's why it's really important to be confident in who you are. Right. So in a way, you guys are all influencing each other in, in a great way. For sure. Yeah. Right? And the people that we surround ourselves with, that's another way of consuming, right? We're consuming what they are. Oh, for sure. And so if you start looking at this as I'm consuming media, I'm consuming music, I'm consuming food that's toxic and air and mm-hmm. water and all of these things. Um. Uh, because we definitely have toxins in every aspect of our lives. But it's also in the people that you're around. It's not I mean, good the, for the soul. That's the biggest, it, it, no, it's not. And that's hard. And it's hard to cut off toxic people. Well, especially if they're blood related to you or someone you've known oh, for a really yeah. long time. Those Absolutely. are the hardest relationships to let go of. And I don't. I don't take it lightly. If I'm at the point where someone does no longer... Do, fits into my life I don't do that just like on a whim it's something I I take very seriously uh oh hold on I gotta let Moose out (laughs) (laughs) sorry guys Moosey boy is wanting out of out of her room still talking oh i waited for you a little bit you get you get authenticity from us here we're authentic here we're just two regular women who have found each other with the flow and we go with the flow yeah we did a lot of shit today 
We, we, did. we handled business, did a lot of mom shit. Yep. Carrie hung a TV up <laughs> with her son, you know? Yep. And got laundry done, shampooed carpets, got groceries, you know? For real. And have more on the list to do after we're done here. <laughs> she, she checked out. Yeah, exactly. Or checks out. Yeah. And she's, and she's got six kids, guys. So, and a dog and a, a and business. A and 350 foster subscribers. Kids. I'm just kidding. Foster, no. <laughs> oh, I feel like that's what I it's love become. them all. That we're, we're, I love it. I really do. adopted 350 family members. New friends. And it is yeah. the biggest. That's what I say. It's the biggest family you didn't know that you had. Yeah. But you have it. And it's here. So I really encourage you guys to and we both just check it out for yourself. Yeah. We both enjoyed meeting everybody that's in there. I oh think my gosh I can't wait for the day for when we actually get oh to meet. I know I, I see it I do too it's I envision happening. hugging them all it's gonna be amazing <laughs> yeah <laughs> right oh lots of new friends yeah lots to look forward to um I so 2024 will be a a big year of coming together coming together and being able to walk side by side with your shadow and not needing right. to have it behind you like that right hiding yeah and and continue removing the toxic stuff in your life whether that's switching out a product for a non-toxic one or changing a food or changing a friend or the music you listen to i mean every movement in the direction of less toxic is going to be really important i've done a lot of work in that area personally i feel like i've just let toxic people fall off Really? Over the last few years, ever since my grandfather passed away, um, you know, I had, I had, mm, I've had many friends. Yes. I had one really good friend and then my grandpa passed away. Yeah. And she definitely wasn't there like you would hope a friend would be. I don't know. I experienced that with when I had always warned her that I was really going to go fucking through it when my grandparents passed away. So be ready for whatever's to come because it's going to be bad. Right. And I feel like in a way she was excited for me to go through the bad. Like she was, she felt she was happy that I was finally going through something because she saw the the great relationship and connections that my family had. Yeah. And yeah i'll say i'll forgive her but she knows who she is yeah when my mom passed i it was very obvious who was truly on my team and who wasn't if that makes sense for sure and i've noticed that i've outgrown people the more that i i grow Um, they stay the same and there have been many that have just fallen off because of that reason yeah but then there's a few that just hang in there (laughs) Right. And they're not growing with me, but they just hang in there anyways. And um, I feel for them. I feel terrible for them that they're still living in their 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 pain, I guess is the best way to explain mm-hmm. it. But you can lead someone to the healing, but they have to be willing to do the work themselves. Agreed. They have to be ready to face themselves. Yeah. And there are just some people that aren't willing to do that. And I'm learning that that's okay. It's I don't have to force it. I don't have to make it happen. And if it's your, Is your friend religious at all? Is there any kind of religious influence? No. 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 Lack of faith is a huge piece there cuz You think so? Um I mean, I don't expect anybody to like have faith in something specific but you have to like no believe that you have to have you have to have have faith in something or at least that things will get better yeah always yes you can't just lay down and take what life is thrown at you god because that's that's giving up and we we're here for a reason you know what i mean each one of us is here for a reason giving up is not really an option can you imagine thinking like after this uh, that's it that's done you're done no it stops no like the last episode of sopranos <laughs> do you remember that episode uh-huh. just goes black yeah can you like there's people who think that it just goes black that's wild to me uh, then what's the fucking point i remember 
the moment that I realized that we do this over and over and over again until we decide yeah. we're not doing this again. And that was really eye-opening for me too. Because I do believe that our souls come back to learn mm-hmm. over oh, and over sure. and over. And I do, and, you know, we've talked about this. You and I have talked about this. Don't go towards the light. <laughs> no, don't. Turn it's around no. and go the other way. Because Go to the unknown. You've already experienced, you know, yeah. in a way, the, the trap of the light. Yeah, because I when people know. have those near-death experiences, they always say that they went towards the light, but then they end up right back here. And a part of me wonders if, even if the body can't come back, if the soul continues to recycle that way. What if you have an NDE and then you, like, what if you don't know when you die? And you just pick up on another timeline. Is that like, oh, I feel it's kind of what happened to me in 2017 with me and my kids in our van accident when we all rolled over. Yeah. All okay. And the world really shifted after that. Yeah. And it got very dark. I've definitely, me in a way, yeah. I've definitely that had that thought passed. process that timelines can shift even without death. And then mandala effect type of things like like that's a weird topic to go down. Right? Like I'm still on the the fence of whether it's created, like deliberately created to mess with us, or it's us being aware of a timeline shift, or a timeline shift. Yeah, it has. To, I think it's a timeline shift, a part of it, and then some of it is controlled by CERN. I yeah, they've been messing with stuff. And yeah. I think it's definitely changed our reality on more than one occasion, including the times like things are going way faster than they used to. I Agreed. feel like I feel like I, I'll look at like, the clock like and it's 8 a.m. it up a little. Yeah. yeah. And now all of a sudden it's six. And I'm like, how did that happen? We're driving to Cali and it's getting fucking dark in Cali at four o'clock. Like what? Since when the fuck does it get dark at four o'clock in California? I mean, I guess I've never been to California, but no. where is this normal? Uh-uh. That's not normal. So, I, I, yeah, we pull into get to California at Raymond's house, and it's 4.15, and it's pitch black. Okay, so I grew up in California, and then moved to Arizona, and yeah. then moved to Oregon. And when I lived in... And, and this is, they're all, it's, it's daylight savings. I'm like, what the fuck do you guys mean? I don't... It makes no sense, you guys. When I moved to Oregon, because we're closer to, we're more north, right? So in my brain, I'm like, okay, it makes sense why it would be darker earlier here after daylight savings. But I don't ever remember experiencing that in Arizona or in California. Like, it'll get... Never in Arizona, because we don't change. We stay the same time. Right. But it also, you're closer to the equator there. And so in my brain, I'm like, I'm like, that makes sense why the sun would be out till six in Arizona. But here at six, it's been dark for an hour. But in California, that's the middle point. Four o'clock doesn't make sense at all. No, it was very confusing. I don't even know what to make of that. And then we were trying to pay attention to it as we were driving home and kind of the same thing. It was, it was strange. We were, yeah, it was strange. That is so bizarre. Because it didn't used to get dark at four o'clock. I can tell you from experience living there that that's not how it ever was. Time is not the same. No. Something happened. Something has happened. Yeah. And I, I wonder, I wonder what that, what that is about. And I don't want to leave the podcast on that note. So no, no, no. Let's that, recap a little bit of what we've covered today. Uh, I'm and leave you with this piece of information. So All you right. need to integrate yourself, like your yeah. integrate your dark parts, your light parts, and the soul and the physical healing and the spiritual healing all needs to take place simultaneously. You can't heal one without healing the Mind, other two. Mind, body, and soul. Yes. The trinity. Yes. Right? Yes. And, yeah. I mean, we can talk about in another podcast, you know, the toxins in the world and mm-hmm. why it's how important to be. Your... How it, they affect you. Because they're not just the type of toxins that are, like, in our food and water and air and all of that. Like, they're. Yeah. They're in the products that we use, the things that we carry around in our pockets every day, the Wi-Fi. The toilet paper you, wash, you wipe yes. your ass with. Yeah. 
the, the tampons, the you tampons put in. and pads, the clothes that you wear, everything has yeah. toxins and all the polyester people wear. I uh-huh. really, I, I've been trying to get away from that. That prevents ener- natural earth energies yeah. from being able to, to heal you, get into you. Yeah. And then authenticity, man. That's it's yeah. the highest form of vibration that you can put out. If you are your authentic self and you don't dumb yourself down or hide pieces of you in That's order right. to be That's around a good others. Way to put it. Don't dumb yourself down. Be What's your who worth? you are. Be who yeah. you are. There's no better vibration that you can put out than being authentically you in every area of your life. Because your vibration is going to match some other ones or people or attract the ones that need your vibration to heal. Yes. So. Um, nice. Thank you for listening. This was awesome. Yeah. I love you guys. And this, um, you'll I'm get a Pro lot Hood more. Winker on TikTok. Yeah. And this I'm is... Carrie. Carrie's awake on TikTok. I hope I you learn you stuff. Yeah. <laughs> this was awesome. All right. So the best is yet to come, though. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. I love you. Love you. Love you.